Hello, hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know how truly deeply grateful I am to have you here. Creating a podcast and building a community in this way has been so life-giving to me. Thank you for taking time out of your day to tune in and taking a moment from all of the thousands, maybe millions of podcasts out there, you have stopped to tune into this one, to this show, at least to one episode, at least this episode, if you're hearing this now. And I just truly want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. With more than 100,000 downloads as of this point, I'm really proud of the stories and guests that have been shared during the last 117 episodes That is 117 weeks straight that I've been showing up here in your ear on the podcast. And I'm really proud of that. Super proud of that. I want you to stick around for this episode because I have an important update that I'm sharing about the podcast. And I'll just, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and give you the spoiler alert. I'm pressing pause on new episodes for a while. And it's been a really, really hard decision to make, to make that choice. And I'm going to spill all the beans and all the details in this episode for why I am choosing to press pause, especially when this podcast, when this space, when you, sweet listener, are so near and dear to my heart. I'm going to get really honest, raw, and transparent with you here, as I always do. So stick around to hear that story. Now, this episode is called Elephant in the Room. The Elephant in the Room. And what I mean by that, is it is it a fat joke about myself? Maybe, maybe not. It's not but kind of play on words. I don't know. We're going to get into it. But basically it's about addressing something that maybe other people haven't even recognized, but that I've recognized about myself, about my brand and about my messaging. And we're going to unpack that today. I've got a lot to dig into. We're going to talk about a really healing moment for me, a moment that completely derailed me off my tracks, but ended up becoming a gift. How I've evolved as a person, evolved in business as an entrepreneur, things I'm unpacking right now with my business coach, and of course, why I'm pivoting the podcast or pausing the podcast for now and what is coming up next. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way. Mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. This episode feels so bittersweet. And I think it feels bittersweet because I know as I'm recording this that this is going to be the last episode for a little while, maybe a long while. The truth is, is that I don't know how long of a period of time. Maybe I'll be back sooner than I think. And maybe I'll be back with some really cool new podcast cover art and a cool new podcast name. And maybe I won't be back at all in this space. There's something about just knowing that there's always the option to come back here that gives me some peace as I press pause because it's hard to let go of a good season. We're going to talk about that in a second, but before we jump into that, I want to share a story with you. So if y'all follow me on social media a few weeks back now, maybe a month ago, it doesn't matter. I had the incredible opportunity to 
speak at my very first international event. I still can't believe that it happened. There's something so cool about being able to say that I'm officially now an international speaker that just makes me feel so proud and excited, excited about what I've already done and the amazing groups I've had the amazing opportunity to speak to and also just so much excitement about what's potentially to come. The way that it happened was this woman, Sarah, shout out to Sarah if she listens to the podcast. Sarah had heard me speak at Rachel Hollis's Rise Conference back in 2021. And she heard me speak on stage and she started following me then. And I guess it was a year ago after I hosted my first women's retreat in my hometown, she booked a power hour coaching call, which by the way, my calendar is open. If you'd like to book a power hour coaching call with me, it is linked down below in the show notes. We could talk about anything you want. Sarah booked a power hour coaching call with me to talk about planning her own retreat. She wanted to pick my brain about what worked, what didn't work, tips and tricks. And as we were talking on the phone, she asked what it would take to bring me to the event, to the retreat in Cancun, Mexico. And uh, I tried not to sound too over eager when I yelled, yes, absolutely, I'll be there. I mean, twist my arm. I had never been to Mexico before. And if you know me at all, I love to travel and Sarah was putting on this amazing retreat, her very first retreat for hairdressers. And I'm not a hairdresser myself, but I appreciate the art, the craft. And let me tell you, hairdressers are a good time. If you are one of them, I see you. I love you. Okay. And you probably have a tattoo. At least that's what I'm going to deduce because so many hairdressers that I met have tattoos, which is super rad. Anyways, that's not the point. So I get to go on this amazing retreat to Mexico. I get to be the MC of this retreat. And as I'm preparing, packing my bags, I was really focused on, okay, Kaya, you are getting paid to travel to a new country, a new place that you've never been to go to an all-inclusive resort for five days to MC and speak, which is the most favorite part of your job, the part of your job that lights you up the most, makes you feel so alive and also comes the easiest to you. You get to make friends and relationships with a new group of women and you get to do so on a beach in Mexico. So as I was packing my bag, I wanted to be really, really intentional about how do I want to show up? Like, what's the energy I want to bring to this retreat? And I knew for me is that I wanted to bring my whole self there. I wanted to bring my most vibrant, magnetic, most fully embodied, alive self to Mexico. And I wanted to exude that in all the ways. So when I packed my bag for Mexico, I packed the most vibrant clothing that I owned. I was like, I want to wear clothes that feel fun and exciting and just feel like me. So I was really intentional about this retreat from the moment I was packing for it. I fly down to Cancun to make matters even better. I had a complimentary free first class upgrade on my flight to Cancun and from it, both of which I did not pay for. It was like the universe was like, hey, Kaya, we're going to make this trip even more rad for you. And I appreciated it. It was so awesome. Flying down to Cancun first class, I was like, is this it? Have I made it? Have I arrived? Is this really happening to me? It was amazing. I show up. Sarah's there waiting with a glass of champagne because that's just who she is. She is thoughtful in the details, really making everyone feel safe and seen. And if you are not in her orbit, you should, and you're a hairdresser, you should probably go to her next retreat. 10 out of 10 recommend. Anyways, I go to this retreat. The first morning before the conference kicks off, she brought in a woman named Judy to do an inner child journaling session on the beach, like sunrise in Cancun, Mexico, toes in the sand, journal in your hand on the beach with these women. And she guided us through this like meditation about imagining and visualizing our inner child, right? Like our younger selves. And she had us think about like this little girl version of you, like walking up to you on the beach, Maybe she comes and she she sits in your lap and she looks up at you 
And Judy asked the question, she said, what about you today right now would that little girl love? And I found myself getting really emotional, but not in an emotional upset way, but in an emotional proud way. Now, inner child work is wildly healing, and I've actually started to incorporate a lot of it into the work that I do. But I had this moment of realization that, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so emotional right now because that little girl, that little girl version of me, if she was sitting here in my lap, she would be so freaking excited to meet me. She would be so freaking proud of who she grew up to be. And essentially what it felt like was, oh my gosh, I think what has happened is I have become the hero that that little girl always wanted, always looked for. Like I was just thinking about how excited she'd be to walk into my hotel room and see all of the fun, colorful clothes. Like that little girl would want to play dress up with me. She'd want to do her hair. She'd want to do her makeup. Like I loved doing that stuff when I was little. She'd want to go dancing and we did that. She'd want to like make friends and she'd want to go to the pool and feel confident in her skin. And she did that. And this retreat in Mexico, getting to speak and really hone in on my on my own magic and be able to pour into these women and spend time with them at the pool. It was a trip that really helped heal my inner child in a big way. And I think helped me acknowledge so much of the healing that I've done through all this personal development work over the past few years. And it was this beautiful moment. I was like, oh my gosh, that little girl, if she found out that one day she'd grow up to be a motivational speaker, traveling around the world, getting paid to make friends and relationships with other women who wore really fun, vibrant clothes and felt confident in her skin to go to the pool in a swimsuit, she would be like, oh my gosh, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. I do that? Me? I can do that? It was just this really amazing, amazing experience. And I share all of this with you because I'm really savoring this, like noticing in the moment how amazing this trip is for me in so many ways. And I remember even one morning I woke up and I got some room service and I was sitting in the bath and I was like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Like I needed this trip in such a big way. And I fly back to Kentucky to go meet my husband to spend time with our in-laws. And I'm just feeling so amazing. And, and I get to the farm in Kentucky and I wake up the next morning and I open my phone and I see a message from a woman on Facebook. So I open it up, not thinking much of it. And this woman said to me, I'm not going to say it word for word. I do have a screenshot of it, but I'm not going to pull it up. But essentially what it said was, hi, like, I think you're so amazing. I've been following you for a few years now. I've noticed you've gained weight and I really hope you can get back on track. That's what it said. And when I read that, it was almost like that little inner child that just felt so healed in such a big way from this amazing trip down to Cancun, Mexico. It was like that little girl snapped right back to her younger self, so insecure, believing no matter what you do in this world, it's never going to be enough if you exist in a larger body. It took me right back there immediately. After this amazing healing experience, this like beautiful experience, I'm high on life and all it took was one random message from a stranger on the internet to completely bring me back to those wounds, to that damage. 
And I couldn't help but immediately just start crying. These tears were streaming down my face. I'm still laying there in bed. I had just opened up my phone. It was the first thing I saw in the day. There is a reason why people say don't open your phones the first thing in the morning for a multitude of reasons. But here's another one of them. And I'm crying and my husband rolls over half asleep and he's like, what's wrong? Like, What's going on right now? I'm very visibly upset. And of course, when I tell him what the message says, he's like, who is she? Let's go get her. My husband will defend me to the end. But it really hurt. It really, really hurt. And what I did was I cried. Yeah, I cried about it. And I let myself cry about it. I let myself be hurt. And I let myself feel the hurt, like really sit in it for a second. And and then what I did was I messaged my very best friend. And I told her what happened, what I was feeling, and how it really brought me back to those wounds. And and what I realized was as I was feeling it and really allowing myself to go through those emotions that were coming up for me was I have no hard feelings toward this woman that messaged me. She also, side note, did message me another time saying, you've gained weight. So she just really wants me to know, hi, hello, this is where the episode title comes from, Elephant in the Room. The elephant in the room, if you've been following me for any amount of time, is guess what, friends? Yes, I've gained weight. It's true. And and I think that it's, and I've talked about it before, but I think what's so hard for me to wrap my mind around is that like, why especially when I talk so much about how we shouldn't come out on other people's bodies, why is this still happening to me? And also understanding because so many people that came into my orbit, that became a part of my community was a result of my weight loss journey, right? Like I made my body part of the conversation by having that be the backbone of my brand when I first started, right? Like it was talking about bodies and my body. And so now I think that people still think that my body gets to be a part of their conversations, And the elephant in the room is the thing that we can all see. No one needs to point out the elephant. We all see it. It's right there. And I own a mirror. I own a scale. Guess what? I know when I go to put my clothes on in the morning that my body has changed in the last year. And I have no hard feelings towards this woman. I mean, a little bit, I guess. I'll be honest. I was just a little salty about it. But I have love and compassion for this woman because I know that she is still in that place where all she sees and is focused on is the weight. And I'm not going to get on my soapbox too much here to talk about body comments because you can go back to episode 113 to hear me dive deeper into this topic, a topic that I, or an episode that I recorded before all of this happened. But when I think about this comment and the way that it affected me, I'm actually really, really grateful for the timing of it. And that might sound weird and odd. Like, why would you be grateful that some woman did that or said that or made you feel that way? And the truth is, is that I almost feel like it was like, okay, Kaya, we're so proud of you. Like, good job for healing this inner child piece of you. Like, love that you're writing that high. But what happens next when the world continues to show up the way that has always showed up for you? What are you going to do for your inner child then? Like, hey, so glad you're feeling confident today. But guess what? Strangers are going to continue to make comments about your body. Strangers are going to continue to question you about your weight. Your body is going to continue to change. And while you're feeling confident in the moment because you're riding this high in Mexico, how are you going to nurture that inner child when the world continues to be cruel and unkind and say things that hurt you? What happens then? I'm grateful that I got that message when I did because it was a reminder to me that healing our relationship with ourselves, healing our inner child, becoming our most vibrant, magnetic, holy, alive selves is not about fitting the mold so the world will accept us. 
It's about learning how to have a radical self-acceptance and self-compassion so that when the world continues to show up the way that it always had, it will not hurt you the way that it used to. And yes, her comment hurt me, but I know how to take care of that inner child, that hurt part of me. Say, it's okay that that hurts. And it's also okay to understand that other people's comments about your body have less to do with you and more to do with them and their own thoughts and their own beliefs about the world and how we should fit in. And you are deserving and loved and beautiful and vibrant and whole and magnetic exactly as you are, no matter how much weight you gain, no matter how much weight you lose, no matter how much money is in the bank, no matter any circumstance in your life, you are worthy and enough and good. And you can continue to show up in your brightness, your magnetic self, your vibrancy, even when the world has other things to say to you. The elephant in the room, yeah, I guess it is my body, that it's changed. And I know you have noticed, a lot of you have noticed, and I appreciate for a lot of you noticing and not saying anything about it because what I hope you realize is that the size of your body and the size of other people's bodies is the least interesting thing about them. And then go back and listen to 113 if you want to hear more about me getting on this soapbox. If you haven't noticed by now, I love to talk. And more than anything, I really love to inspire and empower a crowd, whether that's a crowd of one listening to the podcast or a crowd of hundreds, heck, even thousands. I love being able to empower a room. Now, if you are looking for an energetic and passionate keynote speaker or a professional hype girl MC who may or may not get the crowd dancing and up on their feet, well, friend, look no further. You're listening to me. Coach Kaya, your next keynote speaker, MC, workshop host, panelist, or heck, even podcast guest. I'd love to hear more about your company or organization's goals and how I can partner with you to help achieve them. Visit coachkaya.com forward slash speaking to fill out a form so we can chat more about how I can join you and help your event be a success. I'm here to bring the energy and the inspiration. Again, if you're interested, visit coachkaya.com forward slash speaking. I cannot wait to connect with you. Moving on. The truth is, is that over the past few years, I've evolved a lot as a person. My business has evolved a lot. And as an entrepreneur, evolving as a person and evolving in business, they go hand in hand. Coach Kaya, my brand is an extension of who I am. So when I am changing and evolving, it is natural that my brand should change and evolve with me. You know, when I started the podcast and when I started my Coach Kaya brand, my message was mainly about weight loss. I marketed myself as a weight loss coach explicitly. Still to this day, when you listen to the intro to the podcast, it talks about how I lost 100 pounds, right? And it made sense that I marketed it that way because that was the journey I was on and that's what people were seeking to work with me for, right? And I was so excited about it. I was learning so much and I wanted to share that with others that wanted to learn it too. And I think I've felt this strong resistance as I've evolved with time to stray too far away from that message. And also I've, I can acknowledge that I also feel deep shame about how my own body has been shifting in the last few years. And I just keep feeling like I'm stuck in this rut of like, well, I'm not the weight loss coach anymore, but some people still associate me as the woman who has lost hundred pounds, but my body has changed. And should I feel like a failure because my body's changed? And on the other side being like, no, F that, like the whole point is that it's not about the body part. And it's just been like this constant 
jumble in my brain, right? I also had this thought of like, well, most of my community that showed up here in this space that started following me was a result of my massive media exposure from my weight loss journey. What on earth will they think if I'm no longer the girl who lost 100 pounds? Even when I know that continuing to position myself that way no longer feels aligned for me. That's not who I am. I'm so much more than the girl who once lost 100 pounds. I felt a little misaligned lately. I've taken a little pause away from social media and content creation and churning things out because I need to sort some things out internally. And recently, I actually started working with a coach, a business coach, because I think, and what this business coach told me, actually, she's a previous podcast guest. Shout out to Hillary Presswood. She was my guest in episode 104. I highly recommend going back and listening to that one. But the way she described it was it's hard to see your own magic when you are inside the bottle. It's hard to read the label when you are the glass inside the Coke bottle. I was like, gosh, that's true. I know there's so much that I have to offer the world, but I'm just having a hard time wrapping my hands around it, how my personal evolution can really match the way that my brand evolves as well. How do I how do I make the two realign? And this is one thing I'll say too, in this the era's tour energy of Taylor Swift. I had this thought today on the airplane and I wrote it down. It was like, you know what? If Taylor Swift, not that I'm comparing myself to Taylor Swift, but like if Taylor Swift can rebrand herself over and over and over again in her life and in her music, then gosh darn it, I can too. And so can you. And I think if there's one thing we can learn from Taylor Swift, it is that you are welcome to evolve and own your truth in the season that you're in. And I think what I've been doing is I have evolved and moved on to another season, but I haven't brought my business along with me, if that makes sense. So all this to say, I don't want to be the weight loss coach anymore. And I think most people don't think of me that way anymore. And if I'm being really honest with y'all, I don't give a shit if you lose or gain a single pound. And I don't say that to mean that I don't care about your goals. I do. And I it's not to say that I don't care about your health. I do. If you want to lose weight, that's great. I have nothing against that. But for me, what I hope for you and what I hope for myself is so much deeper than weight loss. The truth is, is that I want to help you expand. I want to help you become more full of yourself. I want you to learn how to tap into your own magic, your own magnetism, and your vibrancy, regardless of how your body changes or stays the same. I want you to be able to go to a resort in Mexico, even after gaining a bunch of weight, and to be able to confidently get in the pool and show up in all of your energy and all of your goodness, regardless of how your body changes. I don't want to be about weight loss anymore because I think for so much of our lives, We as women and just society in general has spent all of this time and energy on weight loss and we have been missing the point. The point is, is that there is a you inside of you that I want to help you unleash. And if your body changes and evolves as a part of that journey, great, fine, good. But my goal for you is not to be thin and lose weight. My goal for you is to be wholly alive in yourself in all of your magic, regardless of the weight. Now, to be clear, I still stand behind all of the messages that I've always shared. For the women that have been through my CLIMB course, all about creating a healthy life you love, which was for women who wanted to lose weight, the foundation of that work that I taught and what I still work and teach on and speak on and coach on, it's still largely the same. And what that is, is that our our mindset is at the root of it all, right? Do I still want to work and speak to women who want to lose weight? Sure, I do. Absolutely, I do. 
But what I want to do is help them uncover the deeper reason beneath what they think that weight loss will mean and help them heal their core first and foremost. That's what I care about. I care about the deeper stuff. So this brings us all to the decision to pause the podcast. I think I've shared this before. I think I had a whole episode about this, but the truth is, is that deciding to pause the podcast, it was so hard because it's hard to close a good chapter. It's hard to step out of a good season. I love this podcast. I love getting to create these content. I love getting to be able to introduce you all to guests. I love to be able to have the conversations and the feedback that you have after tuning in. And I love connecting with you in this way so, so much. I really, really do. But in my climb, I'm realizing that I'm ready to climb a new mountain. I'm realizing that maybe it's time for me to reshift some things and change some priorities. And as I'm evolving, it's okay to give myself space for that evolution. And what I'm terrible at is creating space for myself because I'm a yes girl. I want to do all the things, all of them. And I want to do all of them really well. But I've got some pretty big goals for myself on the horizon. And if I want to create space for those goals to come into fruition, something's got to give. I've got to create some space. And so for now, what that's going to look like for me is just pressing pause, pressing pause on the podcast as I create space for some other things. My husband and I, Brent, are thinking about maybe starting the journey of building our family next year, growing our family. And I don't know what that's going to look like yet. You know, I've never tried to grow a family, but I know that becoming a mom, a lot of things are going to change. I schedule being a big one. And I need to create space for that. And also another passion project that I think maybe if you've been around for a while, I've heard about is the Backroad Cowgirls. And that is a project that I also want to create space for. It was a passion project that me and my good friend, Courtney Dehoff dreamed up during a long layover in Dallas, a dream to combine our passions for travel and storytelling and agriculture all into one to bring those stories to you in a way that was able to connect with you, that was able to introduce you to these people, to to have you feel seen and heard, maybe by someone in a community that's different than yours. And I'm really excited about some things that are coming down the pike for Backroad Cowgirls. And I don't have any official updates for you yet on what that's going to look like that I can share. But all I can say is that this is a dream that's been on my heart for a long time and it's finally coming into focus. You know, if you've heard me speak recently, I have a few keynotes and I do a lot of talks about inner child stuff in my keynotes. I'm very passionate about it. And I think you can expect to hear more about that from me in the future. But one of the questions that I ask the ladies in the audience is, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? And I love going around the room and and having them share into the microphone what they wanted to be. And it's so fun to see who actually became what they wanted to be when they were little and who totally took a different turn. And when I think back to that little girl that I was when I was young, before the world made me believe that I wasn't good enough, that I couldn't succeed, that my dreams were too big, what I wanted to be more than anything I wanted to be a star. I loved, like, I remember going to my first concert ever. It was Christina Aguilera. And I just remember thinking, that's amazing. I want to be on stage one day. I was really convinced I was going to be a singer. You know, unfortunately, my vocal range is not as great as is required for that dream. But I wanted to be a star. Like, I remember sitting in front of the TV, watching the Disney Channel, thinking, oh my gosh, how do I become a Disney star? How do auditions work? Like, I remember asking questions about this. I wanted to be on TV. And 
the other thing that I realized was, oh, there's nobody on the Disney channel that looks like me. There's no stars or people on stage that exist in larger bodies. So at a very young age, my dream was to be a star, but really not long after that dream gave way to a new dream of mine. And it was lose weight by whatever means necessary because everything that you want is on the other side of losing weight. I put my dreams on pause. The loss that I experienced in pursuit of weight loss was the loss of giving myself permission to step into my magic and my desires because I didn't think I was qualified. And I think a lot of us are doing that. I think a lot of us are waiting, waiting for our life to begin, waiting to give ourselves permission to try, waiting to give give ourselves the freedom to be wholly ourselves. We're waiting to lose the weight. We're waiting to look a certain way. For what? We're wasting our lives. And so this Backroad Cowgirls project, what I've realized for me is it's not just about having a show and telling these stories. Yeah, that's huge. But the Backroad Cowgirls project for me is tapping back into healing that inner child. It's being able to say, yeah, Kaya, the elephant in the room, yeah, you have gained some weight back. And guess what? You are just as worthy of being on camera as a host of an epic TV show than you were when you were 60 pounds less. The truth is, is that I wish that that little girl could see me now because one day this Backroad Cowgirls show is going to be on the big screens. It's going to be on a major streaming network. I'm manifesting this, you guys. And I hope that there's a little girl out there that can look at me on the screen and be like, oh my gosh, look at her. She's doing it. Maybe I can do it too. Now, I am pausing the podcast. So this is the last episode you'll hear from me for a while. I don't know how long that while is. It's just for now. But there are still some ways that you can keep in touch with me or work with me. And I really hope that you do. And who knows, maybe I'm going to pop back in here sooner than we think. Every Wednesday, I send an email. And usually in that email, I share a new podcast episode. And I'm still going to be sending my weekly email. So this is where I pop in your email inbox just once a week where I share a story, a little taste of wisdom, a book that I'm reading, a product that I think you're going to love or think will be helpful, any offers that are coming out. Once a week, I drop some sunshine into your inbox. So if you are not on that list, you can click down below in the show notes to hop on my email newsletter. I promise you, I do not spam. Once a week, Wednesday mornings, a little love note from me. The other one is, of course, to connect on social media. If you're not already on there, Instagram is my favorite platform. You're going to maybe start seeing some shifts in my brand. I don't know what it's going to look like yet. I'm really excited to continue working with this business coach to see what the next era of Coach Kaya is going to look like and be like. So follow along on social media. I'm also on Facebook as well. Don't send me any mean messages though. Kidding, but not kidding. Another way that you can connect with me is to join me at my retreat. As of right now, all my spaces for my Ireland retreat in 2024 are currently full, but I have big plans to be planning more of those retreats all around the world in the future in 2025, maybe sooner. We shall see. And I'm so excited to continue to work with you all in this really intimate, epic way, traveling around the world as you learn how to tap into your most vibrant, whole, magnetic self. So make sure that you're on my email list just so you know when more spots are going to open up for those retreats in the future. Another way to work with me is to hire me as a speaker. And you might be listening to this thinking, Kaya, I don't 
have something for you to speak at. I don't host events. That's okay. A great way to come and have me work with you is to also just pitch me to an event that you're going to, or maybe you're a part of an organization that hosts a conference once a year. You can always pitch me. I'd love to come and meet you all in person. So hire me as a speaker for your next event or at your own retreat or an event or whatever that looks like, or pitch me to an event you're going to, and uh, maybe we can connect that way. And One of the other ways, of course, is to also book a power hour coaching call. There is a link down below. It is a one hour coaching call. We can talk about anything you want, whether it is body confidence and body image issues, whether it is how to start a business, launch a podcast, I don't know, talk to your weird uncle, Leroy, whatever it is, you can book a power hour coaching call, no strings attached, one-off, one hour power hour. I mean, you could book seven of them if you want to, but all those are linked down below in the show notes. So friends, sweet listeners, in the meantime, I have over a hundred episodes to listen to. So if you haven't listened to them all yet, this podcast pause just might be a good time to go back and and catch up on the ones that you've missed or maybe re-listen to some of your favorites. I know for me, a lot of times I will reread books or re-listen to podcasts because the season that I'm in, I hear the message differently and it applies in a new way. So that's always something to keep in mind. And I just want to say again, you know, this is, this may not be goodbye forever. I don't want to say that it is. I really don't think that this is goodbye forever in this way, in this, in this platform, in this medium. It's just a goodbye for now as I really take time to create space and to navigate my shifting brand and make space for my new priorities in my life and in my business. And I hope that by giving myself permission to do this, I can also encourage you that if there's something in your life that you need to pause put a pin in to create space that you're okay to do that, that it is absolutely okay to take a pause, to make space and to come back to it when you're ready because you can't, it's hard to sort through things when your plate is so full, right? You can't make room for dessert if there's no room on your plate for the dessert. So let's create some space, take some things off of our plate so that we can see what things are meant for us that can come into our orbit. So farewell for now my friends. And remember, no matter what mountain it is that you're climbing, keep going. And remember always, make sure you find joy in the journey. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.